I've got something to say, that's all I got to say. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Sears Soccer Studs podcast. Where we discuss the beautiful game with a southern twang. I'm your co-host Matt. And I'm Joe. So Matt, you ready to cut this biscuit? I think so. I think I got some pimento cheese to throw on it this time. Ooh wee. A little crispy, crispy bacon. Oh, yeah. Do it right. And a mater. Let's put a mater on it. And <laughs> get some maters, some taters. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Dang. Fresh back from the honeymoon. That it is. Yep. Yep. I'm here. Mm, you survived. I did. Yeah. Thank you for filling in. Yep. Two minute pod. Two was great. minute. Yeah. It's the fastest one we'll ever do. Hit it and quit it. <laughs> get in. Get out. <laughs> get in. Get out. All right. Well, it's been a weird, weird week or so. Um, but yeah. We're going to do this the same way we normally do things, with a little bit of salt and pepper mixed in with a little little change up. So, yep. Joe, what was this song we just jammed out to? All right. So, yeah, it's a new jam. Um, name of the song is Kaká, as in the British soccer, um, well, Brazilian, <laughs> Brazilian soccer player. Um, not, the, not the other usage of the word. So, anyway, it's a British... Drill artist, I guess is the name of the genre, Drill, uh, Dutch Avelli. So, yeah, Kaka, it's the new jam. Just turn up the volume, bump it. Got a crazy beat to it, kind of real minimal. The guitar, just solo guitar. I was feeling it. Yeah, I mean, it was a good beat. I'm going to have to say that Joe is like a freaking archaeologist when it comes to music. <laughs> Indiana Brings, Jones, son. I mean, Wow. <laughs> Pulls stuff out of his, yeah. yeah. All right. I recommend the whole album, though. It, it's a jam. It was good. And you're saying that that is a type, a genre, certain yeah, rap kind of rap. Yeah, just okay. real kind of dark, minimal beats. I think they've actually outlawed like some concerts in England back in you know even before the you know pandemic, just due to um, it's causing so many problems. Like wow. violence, yeah. They're like y'all, y'all can't congregate. Wow. So yeah. Anyway, good music. I liked it. Hope y'all check it out. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. All right. Well, we're gonna go back a week and a couple of days to go over last weekend's the weekend before last uh, English Premier League games. We're gonna run through them real quick. We've got a doozy of a email that came in this week, so stay tuned <laughs> for that. But we're still going to give you, you know, your your what you come here for your your meal. So <laughs> I'm going to start it off just like we normally do with Brighton and Hove Albion zero, Burnley zero. Yeah, um, not much, obviously zero zero. A <laughs> couple of chances here and there. But basically, you've got two teams that really needed to put some goals in. Not happening. Mm-mm. Brighton and Hove Albion did get Danny Welbeck. I don't know if he how Remember old he him? is now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's solid gray. Yeah, but uh, like, look like Morgan Freeman out there. <laughs> yeah, nice. Oh man, but he might add a little bit of firepower to yeah. their front Bright- line. I mean, Brighton. I love I love to watch them play. They yeah. play good yep. every single game. It's just not happening though. But 
sorry for you, all of you people that missed out. Um, I forgot to say Burnley. Burnley. Burnley is sitting on two points, three goals in seven games. Ugh. Wood is looking real soft up in Burnley. <laughs> got some Burnley rot. <laughs> rot is setting in. Oh, so, yeah. They need to figure something out. But, yeah, we'll move on to the next game. Ras, Ralph Hazelhoots, yeah. Southampton, two. Newcastle, nil. Mm. Ralph Hazelhoots, man. I'm telling you. They are playing some unbelievably good football. Yeah. All the way up into fourth right now after eight games. And I said seven games before because Burnley is a match. We got a game in hand, so. Yes. I'm okay with math. It's yeah, all right. Yeah, we're good, we're good. But, yeah, I'm really impressed with uh, Southampton. They're pressing. Um, they were without Danny Ings. He's probably going to be out for four to six weeks with a knee. I think he even had surgery, and they're still only expecting four to six weeks. Shea yeah. Adams stepped up, did the dirty. But, yeah, just strong team, strong midfield. They got a good spine, good defenders. I mean, they look, and they look have like a, the real deal. They have a clear system. I mean, they keep the faith. Don't matter. You could they could get blown out one game. Next game they're gonna come back with it. I mean, it, it they believe in the process. Yep. And um, oh man, Theo Walcott's back at his home club. Oh yeah, he's up in the mix. Yeah, and he looks rejuvenated, ready to go. That hair's looking grungy though. You know if. Maybe you got married. Yeah. I'm thinking about letting my hair grow <laughs> Let out. it grow. Just let it grow, <laughs> Go man. with the Theo. I mean, yeah. Un- unleash it. Yeah, just set it free. Little little man bun action. Yeah. Little curls in it. Yeah. yeah. Curl it. and look good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, those were the Friday games. Moving on to the first game on Saturday. Everton won. Man United three. Mm. Another game where Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has his back up against the wall and he pulls out a result. He's good it's, at doing that. It's every single time, man. Just when you think this is the game that's going to push him over the edge, he he claws back and gets to gets to win. So in this game, I think that your boy Chompers, Portuguese Chompers, Bernardo Fernandes, yeah. He, I think he's on the same wavelength as OGS. Yeah. Like whenever was, OGS needs a result, this guy just shows up. Oh, it's telepathic. I just don't. I just don't know which man you will show up. Nobody does. That's the fun. That's the blessing and the curse. <laughs> I <laughs> okay. mean, I love it, but yeah, man, he's got a knack. Every time you think, oh, this is the game where he's really going to be put under the hot, you know. The hot flames, they're going to force him out. No. Nah. Mm. The man, he finds a way. I have no idea how he does it. And just when you think they're riding high, he'll lose. Yeah. I, I, it's going to happen. So so which team is going to show up on Saturday? Ooh, good question. I can't remember who y'all play. I had it written down. Um, but it's not written down anymore. Um, Joe's going to try to f- find that out while we talk a little bit. So, Bruno Fernandez dropped two, and then Edison Cavani came in, and the 90-something minute scored a nice finish. That's a true striker's finish right there one time. 
beating the goalie to the near post. It was clever, clever finish. But yeah, I just, I don't understand Man U. For some reason, Chelsea has like just this problem playing against Man U. So whenever I see Man U play bad, it, it makes me happy at the heart. West Brom. Oh, yeah. Yes. That should be a win. <laughs> but. So we're going to lose. But y'all are playing at home. Yes. Y'all haven't been playing well at home. No. Go away from home. It's, yeah. It's the worst run however long. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. And West Brom gave Tottenham a really tough game. We'll talk about that here in a second. But, yeah. I mean, they gave us some problems. Dropped three on us, and we had to drop three back. Honestly, nothing would surprise me. Five nothing win, two nothing loss. Nothing would surprise me. Whew. Okay. Well, just so that everybody knows, um, Joe brought in some Evan Williams honey. I don't know if anybody's ever had this. It's very delicious, very smooth. It is a bourbon whiskey. Extremely, extremely left over from the wedding. Left over from the wedding, but also s- smooth. And then we also got some like honey. Some Tennessee moonshine pickles yeah. <laughs> from my now awesome mother-in-law. She brought them down for us, and uh, yeah, pretty dang good. So if you see us or hear us, yeah, I hope you can't see us. That'd be weird. <laughs> but if you hear us kind of taking a little, ah, yeah, that's what we're doing. Refreshment. So, yeah, yeah. All right, moving on. Chelsea Palace 4. Leeds won. So, yeah, Chelsea Palace actually showed up to this game. Not Crystal Palace. Chelsea Palace showed up. This might have been the game of the weekend. So, Crystal Palace goes up 1-0. Patrick Bamford, Bamford, Patty Bam Bam, (laughs) drops a goal. Beautiful, Beautiful goal. VAR. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. It changed the whole course of the game. So this guy is standing on uh, his left foot going into the box, okay? And he's pushing off with his left foot. So his, his uh, I think it's his left or right arm is leaning forward about two feet in front of his left foot. And they give it off sides because of his armpit was yeah, his, basically yeah. right in line with the Crystal Palace defender. So I saw something, an article that somebody did on Reddit, and I really need to start giving these people credit, but they took it in in frames per second, as well as like average speed of an English Premier League player. They're saying at any point in time, if the call is under three inches, I'll just give you like a roundabout of what happens. If it's under three inches, shouldn't call it. These guys are calling it in like centimeters and millimeters, still calling offsides. I mean, it's absurd. It was. You got to feel for the guy. That changed the complexion of the game. Yeah. It was even. Yeah. I mean, I, man, this game was incredible. The scoreline flattered Crystal Palace a little little bit. I mean, they deserved the win, but there were stretches when Leeds was just like a nest of hornets just swarming all over them. I mean, it looked like, you know, when you're playing FIFA and you play a a guy who's way better than you and you can't even get close to him, that's what Leeds was doing for like five-minute stretches at a time. I mean, it was incredible. Yeah. But they could not score. If they'd have had the goals, could have changed the whole game. 
yeah, that that VAR decision is just ridiculous. There yeah. was another one later on that we'll talk about. I mean, it's just getting it's getting bad. I mean, a lot of people say, I think over half of the people that are watching at home were like, just get rid of it. You know, yeah. we thought it would help, but actually, it's pissing everybody off, and we're just. We're just not happy with the results that we're getting because it should be clear and obvious. That's what they're trying to look at. Millimeters <laughs> and centimeters yeah. on a computer screen when they're showing like two people running opposite directions, how do they know that they got the ball right when it was kicked? Like there's so much Yeah. No, they 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 need to like adapt it to where it has to be something you can score with or you know, majority of your body is over. It's like that's a, it's like a finger, you know, it's like a hand was offside. That's what I don't get. They're using the armpit, and they're saying technically, like somebody can use their armpit to score. I've seen them call so many hand handballs when it hits somebody in their chest, but also their shoulder. They're like, nope, that's a handball. How? Yeah. If I can score with it, how is it supposed to be? A hand? I'm sorry. No. We digress. <laughs> oh, but Crystal Palace, great win. Leads four goals in the last two games that they've allowed in both yeah. games. I mean, Leeds is the – I mean, they're arguably the darling of the league so far, but, yeah, the I table. Yeah, the table, not looking too hot for them. But, but they'll get results. They're still going, a long same way like, to go. Yeah, same like uh, Southampton. They got a process. They'll stick to it. Yeah. They'll go down swinging. Trust Bielsa. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. And then – we're moving on to Chelsea 4, Sheffield United 1. was watching this game as I was getting ready for my wedding. Of course you were. I had it on. <laughs> Even had the photographer taking pictures of me while I was ironing my shirt right in front of the game, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. That better be on the website. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a little while. Um, but we'll we'll post some pictures. Joe and I had a good pick at the wedding. Yep. So we'll be happy to throw that up there once we get them. It will be a while, just, <laughs> just to let you know. We're patient. Yeah. These photographers are unbelievable, do a hell of a job. So it's going to take time. All right. But anyway, so Sheffield United scored the first goal on a actually one of the best moves, I think, almost of the weekend. Short corner, not defended well. Ball was played in. Uh, I think it was Galdrick. Yeah. Standing on, yeah. like, Mick right Aldrich. inside. The, Mick Galdrick. Mick yeah. Galdrick. Yeah. Black Irish. Yeah. Standing right there in the uh, in between the six and the PK. Just flicks it right beyond. Edward Mindy, that was Edward Mindy. That was the first yeah. time he had been scored on in, like, 500 and something minutes. Yeah. Good for them. But uh, after that, I mean, Chelsea settled down, started moving the ball around, and then just kind of overwhelmed them. Um, They scored a couple goals, and it wasn't until later on in the game where, I guess, Sheffield United's legs just started to wear off, and Chelsea just pounced on them. Yeah. So. Oh, Chile getting in on the action. Chile. I mean, he – he did the Netflix and Chilwell goal. He did. He scored with his Close uh, range. <laughs> his member. His, his <laughs> I don't know. Little Ben. <laughs> Little Ben Chili. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, good game. Um, Hakeem Zayich. Oh yeah. Whew. We'll talk more about him a little bit later. But man, 
he gets me excited as Hazard did. And almost even more because this guy has an eye for a pass where Hazard was more of like, what can this guy do with the ball at his feet? Yeah. Hakeem is just – Hakeem has got a, he's got a touch of uh, KDB in terms does. of the perfect weight on his pass, on his shot. I mean, he's, it's, it's magic. And he's just got that – you know, we talk about that swagger, that aura about yeah. him that's just – man. And everybody talks about him too. They're like, guy's dirty. Yeah. So, it's good to see. Good to see good win for Chelsea. Looking good. Um, yeah, let's keep it going this weekend. I think we play Newcastle, so – that's right. First game of the weekend, I believe. Decent, decent. All right, moving on. West Ham won Fulham nil. Mm. It took until the 91st minute for Thomas Suchek yes. to score the goal. And then seven minutes later, in the 98th minute, PK to Fulham. Mm. Joe, do you want to talk about this, PK? I don't really. It kind of hurt. I don't know if anybody... If anybody has not seen this, this is how you do not take a penalty <laughs> in the 98th minute with, like, the last kick of the game. You do not There's no fans. showboat. No. You don't – I don't know what I would have done if I was on that field and he was my player. Honestly, man, it's ominous. Stuff like that happens, that's, that's a bad sign for your season. Fulham's going to need every point to stay up. Yep. That stuff happens. That was rough. Even the uh, your boy Scotty P. Yeah. What did he say after the game? Did you hear him? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, he it. basically he said, "Yeah, you don't do that." Oh I mean, man. Last kick of the game, you you put it put you it. Just, in you the just got to score. Net. Yeah, you just got to score. So, wow. Um, Lookman tried the Pianka. Yeah. And. This is how bad it was for people that did not see it. Please look it up. But um, the West Ham goalkeeper, Fabianski, dove to his right, was able to get up (laughs) and still catch the ball Yeah, before it bounced in. Mm. Yeah. That happened. Yeah. We're just going to take a pause and just say. Let's just let the moment pass. Mm. Lookman, I don't think he can come back from that. Let's see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Moving on to West Brom nil, Spurs one. Yes, sir. Yeah, another late, late goal. 88 minutes. Long story short, in our fantasy league, I was playing Mr. Spurs the one and only uh, guy has about five Spurs players. I was pretty happy with the result. I was loving it. And then, uh, sure enough, Matt Darty crosses it in. Harry Kane puts it away, heads it right over. And uh, what do you know, he had both of them. So that was kind of a kick to the uh, private parts for me. I lost on bonus points added after the <laughs> yeah. fact. Or I didn't lose. I tied. I got another you did point. Tie. Yeah, that's true. You still did on tie. the bottom. You still in golly, it. this this league is driving me crazy. And I saw you. So Joe and I are playing this week. I don't want to do any type of gentleman bet on this because <laughs> the way my season's going. I was going to ask. <clears throat> excuse me. It's not looking good for me. So there's still plenty of time. Oh my 
gosh, it was this is garbage. That was, that was tough. Garbage. That was tough to watch for you. But Gareth Bell got his first start yep. in the Spurs in so many years, like thirteen, whatever. How long it's been? Been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, underwhelming. Yeah, he looks a little step off, but it wouldn't surprise me if he's back. You know what's funny is um, last week I read that um, their new left back Serge Reguilon. Reguilon, yeah, yeah. He said that Tottenham has actually put I don't know like four or five just greens out on oh, really? the <laughs> campus. He's like, they're not long. They're like par threes, but yeah. Oh, that's genius. He walked up and he was like, are there golf holes yeah, around why? here? Yeah, why? Uh, that's genius. Yeah. A smart investment. Well, he needs to start focusing on soccer because, I mean, that's he, probably a bad idea for him, to be honest. Well, as long as he put his, puts in the time, I think he'll get back to his best or get close to it at least. He's you don't, you don't want him. You don't want him driving around and having to go find the golf course. Hey, if he's... He's right there. You can monitor him. You know he's not doing anything crazy. That's, I think it's smart. Oh. oh. But good win. That was a good win for Spurs. They keep on cranking on. Yep. Yep. So we move on to Leicester 1, Wolves nil. Another VAR decision that I thought was garbage. Um, Jamie Barty puts away a penalty pretty early into the game. PK was called because, I don't know, a guy was standing two yards from the ball, and a guy just rocketed it in. He had no chance to move his arms. His body, he was running, so one arm was up, and what happens? It hits, hits his hand. They slow it down to 60 frames per second, and they see, oh, oh, it clearly hit his hand. He had plenty of time in slow motion to get his hand out of the way. Yeah. The proximity of the ball to hand, like, that's not a PK. When you can't move out of the way, you're that close to it. That's just getting so sick with these handballs and VAR decisions. Like, it's taking the the fun, the love of the game out, and it's, it's a little ridiculous. They do need to get it fixed. They need to figure something out. So, yeah. A good Jamie win Barty. for Leicester. I mean, yeah. that's two evenly matched teams. Leicester, uh, though, man, they're they look good. I mean, they that's a they heck really, of a team. They put it on Wolves. Wolves wasn't able to really do anything until like the seventy eighth minute when yeah. oh, Muscle I mean, Man Randy Savage came <laughs> on. <laughs> yep, black <laughs> black Randy Savage, Adama Traore, Spanish Randy Savage. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I was watching Potence because I I happened to pick him up on my fantasy team. Yeah, he did not. I wonder why. He did not get a touch on the ball for like 30 minutes. It was embarrassing. I was like, hmm, that was a bad choice on my part. But, yeah, Lester, man, the defense especially is just lights out. Fofana, one of the one of the buys of the season. I mean, yeah. in, in a couple of years, he's going to go for triple what they paid for him. And I know he got hurt, but he's already featuring for France. I mean, the kid is special. Yeah, he really is. And then when you add in like um, Sionchu back yeah. into that lineup. Oh, yeah. Your old old friend from Man U. Oh, Johnny Evans. He's not going to see the light of day. He's not <laughs> hey, going to see uh, He's still getting paid for a while. <laughs> he's still getting paid. He's, uh, he's had a good career. He has. He's done all right. Still can't stand him. 
But, uh, yeah, Wolves had a couple of chances towards the end. Casper Schmeichel. Casper, yeah. I keep wanting to say Peter, but Casper. Casper <laughs> Baby Schmeichel. Baby Schmeichel came up with a huge save. Yes. Huge save. So, Wolf, or I'm sorry, Lester, keep moving up. Top of the table. Yep. They look strong. Yep. They really do. Good stuff from them. <laughs> Cannot argue with it. All right. The game of the weekend. Or it should have been. Yep, on paper at least. Man City won, Liverpool won. Yes. What were your thoughts on this? Okay, so, you know, um, Liverpool gets a PK really early on. Kind of soft, but you can see how it was given. When, as an attacker... If you can cut in front of a defender in the box, you always do it because they're going to try to jump backwards out of the way even though they're running forward. They hit you, it's a PK. I mean, it's a done deal. Yeah. I mean, they'll call it <clears> – <throat> excuse me – call it overseas, but here in the U.S. they'll be like, nah, dude, get up. <laughs> had that happen to me so many times. It's furious. But anyway. But, yeah, Mo Salah puts the goal away or the PK away. And then – Man City and Gabriel Jesus. Oh, man. What? 19 pass sequence. Sequence ending on a what a lot of English players or English commentators are like, I don't think he meant to do that. He meant to do he that. He did. What a touch. And Dennis Bergkamp. Yes. It, somewhere saw that and was like, he applauded. I mean, it was that good. I freaking loved it. It was great. You got him on your team, though, too. I picked so. him up. <laughs> but, yeah, oh, that was it. a wonderful goal. Um, striker's goal, good to see him back. You know, Man City's been a little off without, like, a true striker. They try to do the false nine. Not really working with them with Fernand Torres. So No, no. It's good to have Gabriel Jesus back. I'd, I'd love to have him on our team. I think he's a hustler, puts himself into – Great positions. I think he's a good good forward. So, yeah, what yeah, a finish. I think they're looking more complete, you know, once they have a striker back, and Aguero will be back probably in a week or two. So. There you go. Uh, it's looking, uh, yeah, Liverpool missing some people. Yep. Yep. They're hurting. Their def- defensive line is now going to be without Joe Gomez. Yep. Katie, or I'm sorry, Virgil van Dyke. <laughs> yeah. VVD <laughs> and TAA. Yeah. And Jordan Henderson got hurt on international duty. Did he? Re- yeah. Wow. So. James Milner. <laughs> suit up, buddy. <laughs> You've been drafted. Oh, wow. Um, I saw that the that FIFA are going to pay Liverpool $2 million because Gomez got hurt on international duty. Really? Why? Like, somebody do some research on this, because I don't understand how an entity that's supposed to govern all of soccer can be like, hey, hey, we're really sorry about your guy getting injured. We're going to cover his tab for this this year hmm. just for you. Yeah. I don't hear any other teams getting that kind of, what is going on? There's some... Sketchy stuff going on with that. But yeah. anyway, big story of the game, KDB, the Ginger King. 
Missed a PK. Oof. Didn't even put it on frame. Yeah, first time in what years, I think. Like two seasons, somebody has missed the completely. goal completely. Yeah, I think it was 2018 when they said last time that had happened. But, I mean, even watching him play at Belgium against England, he was off, man. Oh, yeah. His, I think his touch is a little off. His swagger. I mean, but when you think about it, like the amount of games that they're playing, traveling, and doing. Yeah, he's even said, like, it's wearing on me. I think mentally he's a little burnt out. I wouldn't blame him. I wouldn't blame him. All right. Last game of the weekend. Arsenal, nil. Villa. What? Three. Oh, that's right. Oh, my goodness. Get up in there, Ross Barkley. Oh, come on. <laughs> Doing his thing. Oh, he looked. that The first goal that they scored, that ended up being like an own goal by Saka, where him and Jack Grealish kind of stood over the ball and did the little... I'm going to kick it. <laughs> no, gonna you're going to kick it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to kick it. I'm going to fake it. For like 10 seconds, I think Ross Barkley was just standing over the ball. He's not that quick, but Stuart Holden was not st- – Rob Holding, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Rob Holding wow. was marking him, and he was like, should I go uh, in? <laughs> I mean, Ross Barkley's like twice as fast as I am, which is still slower than molasses. But, yeah, oh, man. I, you know, you know how I feel about Rossitron. So. <laughs> man, what a result, though. Yeah. God, Arsenal, man, just did dang, not show up. If they cannot get a shutout, they they struggle. I don't. They they're not getting in, into any like shootouts with these teams. I mean, if you if they go down, they wilt. They're off, man. Yep. They are off. Yep. It's not. It's definitely not the old Arsenal. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just recently we were talking about how. Arteta has done a good job and really got them looking well, and now it's yeah not looking I mean, good. I mean, he's definitely getting a defined system going. I mean, right. and, and they could turn around. It could be a Ralph Hassenhutel 2.0 system. I doubt it though, but it could be. They're definitely going with the same blueprint, just not as exciting or fun. But he's definitely got a system he's working towards, and it's very clear. And they're not deviating from it even when they go down. The scary thing about it is they're actually, Arsenal for the first time in many years are unlike this game, but they, they're set up pretty tactically defense-minded, which is not normal for Arsenal. Yeah, they, they're, they're tough. When you looked at that lineup, I mean, I only saw Saka, who was playing as a wingback, and then your front three that were attack-minded players. The rest of them were defensive players. I mean, I feel bad for Aubameyang because they put the shackles on him. And, I mean, he – you know, these are his – this is his last, like, golden period as a player. And the poor guy is – it's not really happening for him. I low-key was thinking this year he was going to be golden boot winner. And, I mean, he's struggling to get anything. He's been locked out for a while. Yeah. I think – He's only scored a PK recently or something. Yeah, no, no. It's not happening. Offensively, this team is very weak. Yeah. But Ollie Watkins. You got to give him credit. Oh, man. With the brace. Looking good. Putting his head in there. Grealish. Has to. I mean, this team, virtually same starting 11 week after week. My man, Matt Target, came up big for me fantasy-wise. Won the nice. week for me. You might hear about him later. 
Target. Target. Yeah, I got it. It's a, a personal. It yeah. an assist or two. Yeah, you? yeah, she got up. Yeah, got up there, had an assist mm. for the own goal. Moonshine pickles, people. Try them <laughs> out. Man, they're good. Oh, smoky. Oh, man. But yeah, Arsenal did have some chances, but overall they just looked completely flat. The more I look at William, I'm like, man. Who cares if we let him go for free? Man, what a what, that was like a it's like fool's gold at the start of the season. Yep, he has not looked good recently. None oh, of them no. have, but yeah, that first game or two, everybody was like, "Oh, Willian is back, baby." Yep. So we shall see Arsenal. Yeah, it's not going away at the moment. Yeah, so we got some good good stuff coming up this weekend. You know, great games. Not sure what they are, but I know that they're <laughs> going to be good. Yeah, Arsenal leads. Arsenal, ooh, my side chick against my my nemesis. On Sunday, you got Spurs and Man City on Saturday. That's going to be a good one. Yep. Who y'all got? A couple bangers. West West Brom. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, should be a good weekend. We're going to enjoy it. But now, we're going to move quickly through our segments that everybody loves so much. We... We're trying to get to some international games just to talk a little bit about the U.S. men's national team, a little bit about England, some other overseas stuff that maybe we saw. But we still have a banger of an email to get through. That's right. So, all right. The first one, the good of the good, the best of the best, is called... It's the creme de la, it's the creme de la, it's the creme de la... Prim de la Prim. That's right. Who you got, Matt? Oh, man. So, I'm going to have to say Gabriel Jesus. Ooh, that goal. I like that. That touch. I mean, when you talked about Dennis Bergkamp and that move that he did, that move. Oh, yeah. Still to this day, if I tried to replicate that move, I would probably run into a defender, headbutt myself, and get knocked unconscious. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, just... They should put that move in a museum. It really is. It's one of the greatest moves Along, ever seen. Alongside, like, some Picasso or yeah. Rembrandt. Yeah, it, it was... It doesn't belong... Like, it's not a soccer move. That's art. It... Wow. Well said, sir. That's well right. said. But, yeah, Gabriel Jesus finishing off the 19-pass lead-up, the build-up to this, and then that touch that English people just probably didn't think it was real because... Couldn't comprehend it. They can't comprehend it. They only know. That's the next level. Yeah. Because you could tell by the way he reacted so quickly. Yep. Like if it had been a misstep, you, you don't know where the ball's going. Yeah, to where when he touched that, he was on it by half a second later. Yeah. Reacted quicker than anybody. So he obviously knew what he, he was doing, where the ball was going. And the finish. This wasn't a routine finish. When you try to teach kids, you say, don't tow the ball. But sometimes – Throwing the ball is the quickest way to get the ball into the net. Yep. Short range. Yep. Poke it in. Yeah. Doesn't have to be pretty. It's just got to hit that onion bag. That's right. Po- so, yeah. Pokemon. Beautiful goal. <laughs> <laughs> so, who you got, Joe? Oh, I'm going with Aston Villa. Okay. I'm going with the whole team, buddy. Okay. That was the result. I mean, that, I'm telling you, top eight. I'm going top eight. They're finishing top eight. I'm, I'm sticking with it. I think that team is complete. They look good. They they went toe to toe Arsenal, man. Got the result. 
Dean Smith. I, I take it all back what I said before the season, buddy. He's got. The, I mean, the team look like they're just loving playing together. It is true. They got a true team spirit. They're attacking. They're scoring goals. I'm all in. So do you think it's benefiting them that they don't have anything else going on, like no other leagues or, you know, like the Champions League? Oh, definitely. So when it comes to crunch time, like December, when there literally is going to be a game like every three days to get through the holiday season, can you play that same team throughout that whole holiday season? Probably not. However, if there's a way to play that same team, it's with a group of guys who are best buds, guys who are going to fight tooth and nail for each other and know what they're doing. There's no confusion. There's no wishy-washiness. Nah, man, those guys, they know what they're doing. Ollie Watkins banging them in. Yeah. Grealish, I mean, Grealish is just, he's easily one of the top players so far in the season. Oh, that makes me sick to hear, but that's true. It's true. It's true. He has found another level. I just want to see somebody take him out. (laughs) Fairly. Of course, fairly. But, I mean, the way the guy goes down so soft, it's just, yeah. Get me on the field. (laughs) Come on, coach, put me in. I'd pay to see it. Oh, man. Those would be some some thighs against some thighs right there. Thigh be thigh. Oh, man. I like it. All right, so moving on to the segment that everybody wants to hear, but nobody wants to be a nobody part of. Nobody wants to hear their name <laughs> called. That's right. It's. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Well done, Joe. Boom. Who you got, Joe? Ooh. I'm going KDB, man. Really? The Not penalty. even Lookman? <sighs> no, KDB. Okay. Because I'm going personal this week. I'm just going to let you know. It's personal for me. I'm in a heated battle in fantasy with Mr. Spurs, who shall remain nameless. If you're listening, you know who you are. Mm-hmm. It was a tight, tight game. A missed PK is minus points. Yep. Not to mention it could have been goal points for me. Yep. KDB on my team. I cursed his name. <laughs> to the heavens, I cursed that man. I couldn't believe it. One of my favorite players to watch. Whew. Could be ugly. Yeah, it got personal. personal. It got personal. I, I, You can't miss the goal, man. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going personal this week. That's fine. <clears throat> I'm going personal, too. So, at my wedding, good friend of mine, Gunners fan, showed up rocking uh, Arsenal. I noticed that. Arsenal tie. He's like, man, I got to do it to you. I'm like, that's hey, cool. It's <laughs> you didn't all have good. To do it. It's all right. I appreciate it. I'm like, I rock my Chelsea um, dog tag all the time. You know, I got it wrapped around my neck. It's cool. It's yep. cool. But it must have been a curse for him because his boys got just straight up troused. Yep. But that's that's not the bless your heart moment. This moment, if you have not seen it, this is legitimately what Southern women say when they see somebody do something like this. They would say, bless his little heart. Kieran Tyranny. Oof. 
in the sixth minute, seventh minute, about six minutes and 30 seconds in, just just Google. <laughs> glitched out. Just Google Karen Tyranny fail. I, I watched this five times today and was laugh. about to like pee my pants laughing so hard. So the ball's played to him. And he gets it, and he's trying to fake out the offensive player and look like he's going forward. When he tries to go forward, he actually was trying with his left foot, and I think toe poked it with his right. And so he got a little confused because it went the opposite direction of where he was wanting to go. And then he does this little FIFA-like total glitch, ends up tripping over his own thighs and falls (laughs) straight on his face. It is hilarious. Please, if you have not seen this, sorry if there's a little vibration there. I just Matt got adamant. Yeah. I'm adamant about this. Please. That was one of the all-time great just oh. bloopers. And then, and then, best part is we were, we were saying goodbye to a friend on Friday night. This guy, a good friend of ours, left, left town, moved on, moving to... State of Georgia. The wilds of Georgia taking him from him. Taking him from us. Sorry. And so um, I was out there having a couple beers with them, and Joe and some other guys were playing soccer. Joe pulls the same move. (laughs) (laughs) I threw it up up for tyranny, man. What happened, Joe? Because I saw the tailwind of it, and I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Oh, he's there. I faked him out. I felt like I faked him out, and then I took it forward a little bit, on to refake, and then thighs locked up like magnets <laughs> caught on like, Hah! and then, yep, just clomped on over. Uh, I just fell on my back, and everybody <sighs> laughed, and I, you just got to lay there for a little while. You just got to just bat, like bask hurt, in it. Man. <laughs> yeah, you just got to be like, just soak it up. Well, at least you didn't fall face first, because that's what Tyranny did. He landed yeah, like faceplant right on his nose. I mean, it could have been bad. I did a 180, <laughs> and so I landed on my back like a turtle. And, yeah. I'm but sorry, it, it was funny. I had to bring that up. I'm just up. glad you didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I caught the tail end of it. If I would have, I probably might would have tinkled my pants a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that was pretty funny. But Oh, good stuff. Yep. Good stuff. I survived. All right. So... Now we're heading into the final segment. We call this Fine as Frog's Hair. That's right. Joe, how you doing today? I am fine as Frog's Hair, buddy. I hear you. I hear you. Who you got for fine as Frog's Hair? Oh, that's right. Matt Target. Oh, gosh. I'm going okay. crazy personal. That's okay. a deep cut. He won it for me. Oh, Single-handedly, I was down. Had one player left. What does he do? He gets the shutout and an assist. Mm. Wins it for me. Dang. My man. Got to throw it up for him. Single-handedly won it. I would be remiss if I didn't nominate him for finest frog's hair this week. It's good. I mean, you can't doubt that. Like when somebody wins you some points. It's always important. I want that. I want that title, buddy. I just want to get off the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so close, but now I got to play you this week. So. Yes. Woo. Dang. All right. Well, my finest frog's hair moment wasn't really a moment. 
I'm going to give it up to the Moroccan wizard. Mm. Hakeem Zayek. Dude, I've been having this guy on my team since the beginning. Knew he was hurt. I was like, nope, I ain't letting this guy go. This guy's a freaking wizard. Yep. He has so many assists, so many goals from Ajax. Coming into the Premier League, I was like, this guy's going to do some people dirty. I don't know if you saw that move that he pulled against Sheffield United. Oh, yeah. What was even great about that was right before it, Reese James gets the ball played to him. He traps it, juggles it four times, and then gives it to Zayich. He stops the ball. I used to call it the 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 railroad or the train. It's like you roll it back and then you go forward with it. I don't know what it's supposed to be called. but hmm, Never gosh, heard that. Man, this guy, like I said before, he excites me. Love watching him <laughs> play. Gosh, he is so good with that left foot and playing you, the ball. You got to take a the, cold shower. Yeah. After watching him. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's got that fresh hair all the time. I oh, mean, it's he just, really tight. Yeah. He. It's that zero guard. He is something else. I'm. Gosh, he, I think I'm more excited about him than anybody else we got. I know he's older, but he's just. Oh, he's a real deal. Gosh, man. He's the finished product, too. Two assists. Timo Werner. Should have gave him a hat trick and assist. Missed a sitter, but then a few minutes later puts another one away. So, yeah, he's he's something else. So, Hakeem, we see you. You looking fly. You looking Fine fresh. Frog's hair. Fine as frog's hair. All right. All righty. International. International. So... U.S. men's national team played Wells in Wells at yes, Swansea. Swansea in the rain. Yep. I'm, I just came from Tybee Island where we were, you know, right by the marsh. Pretty sure that field looked exactly the same way as the marsh. <laughs> Gosh, that was wet. Oh, yeah. Nasty. I mean, CONCACAF has some pretty awful fields. You know, basically, you could go somewhere and they're like, yeah, we should. We cut the grass three months ago. Y'all good to play. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up to your waist. You, like, got, a, yeah. you got a river on the <laughs> sideline. but I mean, just ridiculous fields. And you wouldn't expect that in, in Swansea and Wales. But, yeah, bad field. But, you know, U.S., we're trying out some younger, younger Americans. Um, I think the average age of the team with a legit great name. Yeah. <clears throat> Sebastian. Being like 28, the average age of the starting 11 was 21. Yeah, oh, it's incredibly young. Young. Yeah. So it was good to see a lot of young players. Um, obviously, Wells didn't have their, you know. Yeah, they're missing a couple stars. Aaron Ramsey, Ethan Amadou. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then Bale. A guy named Gareth Bale. <laughs> but so were we. Yeah. I mean, so it – it's exciting to see the youth. Yeah. What what jumped out at you watching the game? That game, really just how bad the field was, to be honest. But um, Any players? I'm going to have to say this for both games. Sergio Dest. Oh, yeah, Serginho. Dest is a... To be a right back or a left back, he is got some swagger about him. That the only last time I saw swagger in a defender like that, I was watching Marcelo play. 
This guy can play. I think you're. Yeah, he's fly. Yeah. He's got a lot of swagger. He's got unbelievable skill. And his confidence on the ball is just for his age. But, I mean, look where he's played. Ajax. Barcelona now. Dude can ball. Oh, man. Straight up ball. Oh, he's incredible. He just – he embarrasses people. I mean, the guy, he's got – he's just got incredible moves. He could play any position. Yeah. Other than maybe center back. Yeah. I mean, he – yeah, one-on-one, he is – Every time you see somebody going by another player, you pretty much know, oh, yeah, Serginho. He's doing it. He's dirty. Because people think they're going to get the ball, and no, he goes right past them. He's, he's got such a quick step that when you do try to come at him and step towards him, his touch is so much faster and it's, his steps – are so much quicker than yours that you're going to foul him the majority of the time. Yep. But the great thing is, he bounces off most people. So he just keeps playing. Especially in that game today. I mean, it was... We played Panama 6-2. And he just... Oof. Wow. He is an impressive player. So, I like that. What I do not like is the fact that we have Matt Miazga. <laughs> Yeah, he's still a he's Chelsea still a player. Yeah. <laughs> we sent him out on loan, but he is still playing at center back. I mean, we had John Brooks play last time. This time we had, you know, Tim the Ream, Strawberry Dream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just that hair was looking tongue. even more incredible. <clears throat> right? But center backs are where we're hurting. Yeah, I agree. That's the thing that jumped out at me watching these games defensively is still a big question mark offensively there is a ton of talent yep. even in center mid uh, i mean you know he's playing with uh you know tyler adams Weston mckinney uh Eunice musa i hope he sticks with us i hope he does i mean you got three incredible like complete midfielders two-way players can run with the ball defend do whatever musa's only 17 yeah playing for valencia yeah i mean that this is stacked and, and the one the one thing that jumped out at me, Greg Berhalter is obviously very clearly telling them to just basically swarm the opposition in the final third. Like when they there were probably eight different opportunities where we made them turn the ball over in in their in their uh, you know goalkeeper area, and it kept going because you just see them like the press is really really high, really really hard. When they have the ball, you know, their defender – and the opposition has their uh, defenders playing with the goalkeeper, doing any of that kind of passing. Playing out the back. Yeah. yeah. They are instructed to just swarm them. And it, it led to goals today mm-hmm. versus Smart. Panama. You know, missed opportunities versus Wales. I mean, it's very clear. Like, I think uh, versus CONCACAF opposition, they're not going to know what to do. I mean, I think we're going to – up a lot of goals on some of these teams because it's uh, it's it's a little different. They're not used to it. Yeah, the the biggest thing with that, if you're going to do that high swarming, high pressing, you have to have somebody that has the tactical nous in the middle, like a Tyler Adams that is sitting a little bit deeper, and he can almost be like your Angola Conte, you know, reading the ball where it's going to go. So if you 
if they do beat that like first first layer of press, I see it all the time where people just get worked really quickly on our counterattack. But if yep. you have somebody that can read that or it's coming from maybe a defender to a center mid, but it goes from a center back out wide and they play a little one-two, if you have somebody that can press that and see that early, then it's okay. It's a very, very difficult way to play, but if you have the right people in the right place, which look that way today. I think so. So it's um, – It is risky. I mean, very. Yeah, there, there are certain teams who are, you know, really trying to figure it out to where, hey, if you press us, we're going to play out really quickly, and that's how we want to play. It's actually encourage you to press us, but I don't think we're going to see it in CONCACAF. No. I mean, maybe against a more – Skilled team like, I mean, even Canada these days is looking uh-huh. good. But True. our neighbors, Canada and Mexico, like that's going to be tough to play against them. But, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm liking what I'm seeing towards the future. I mean, today Panama was uh, – we went down early and then, boom, came back, three goals in like 20 minutes. Then we just pushed on from there. So – yeah, there's uh there's a lot to be excited about being a um, U.S. men's national team fan. Um, I mean, Gio Reyna, what a player! Yeah, it's frightening. Yeah, he um he got a little careless with the ball in the second half today, right at the beginning of the half. Um, Panama came out and were pressing really hard and not giving him much time on the ball. He lost it quite a few times in some bad areas. But, I mean, he just turned 18. Yeah, like literally. He is impressive. I yeah. mean, I think we could use a few veteran players to kind of maybe crack down on him a little bit. Some of them were taking a few too many touches. Yeah. You know what's crazy they, is I mean, they love it. Pulisic could be a veteran player, and he's 22? Yeah. Two, yeah. Wow. So there's I think like a Josie Altador, somebody like that could come in and really he could be the you know, the tip of the spear for him. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, the other game that we wanted to go over was the England Belgium game because there's a lot of VPL players on both squads, so we just figured we'd talk about that one. England pretty much got bare bottom spanked in this game. <laughs> yeah. Just wasn't their day. Wow. I think the uh, shine has come off Gareth Southgate. I mean, he, they were riding high recently, but, yeah, I mean, he's the team is not exciting. It's not exciting to watch. I agree. There's um, They were missing a few, maybe a couple key players. You know, you had Raheem Sterling that was out. But, yeah, just – I mean, if you if you look at that team and then you see, you know, which clubs they play for, they're starting eleven. You'd be like, man, probably one of the better teams in the world. They just don't. You're exactly right. They just they're not exciting anymore. They're just missing something. No. Yeah. That. Yeah. The whole midfield, everything is just it's a little pedestrian. Declan Rice. And he just don't do it for me. I mean, he's a good player, but. Him and Jordan Henderson, that's not going to set your heart a flutter. No, and that's 
I mean, that's similar to what Jose Mourinho would do. Yeah. You know, you got three attacking players, and then you've got three defensive midfielders. I don't, I, I don't understand that. And then, then you put two wing backs that will go forward. You don't have many guys that are in the box that can head the ball other than Harry Kane, right? Exactly. So are you going to cross the ball in and just try to find his head? Are you going to try to work it through the middle? They should be trying to work it through the middle. Jordan Henderson, Declan Rice, who else do they have in there? Grealish. I mean, Grealish is the one guy I think he's he's kind of put his uh, stamp on things. But he's uh, he's like an, a winger up front, so he's not in the middle three. It was Maybe it was Mason Mount. No, he was starting up front with Kane too. Yeah. So it's just there was another – sort of defensive-minded midfielder. And I just don't – you don't have any – you needed a Phil Foden in that midfield playing a number 10. Yeah. I mean, the speed is just not happening. Yeah, and so they, they looked off pace. I mean, <clears throat> Belgium, number one team in the world, looking good. I mean, still. getting all the luck. Yeah, they were. But, I mean, still, you know – don't have one of the best players in the world once it gets back to fitness and Eden Hazard. Yeah, that's true. So one day. They are I mean, they're looking good. It's a deep team, yeah. I mean England, you know, that's my second team. I really hope they put it together, but it's kinda of looking like every little game is looking a little worse than the game before. They're still riding that high from the semifinal. Yeah. 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 You know, England or Belgium would be my, my second team. Mm. But their jerseys are ugly. Oh, I mean, yeah. You got to have some attractive formal wear. Yeah. <laughs> formal wear going on. Yeah, you got. Oh, speaking of total package. What did you think of that? Uh, the U.S. men's national team's dark navy oh, jersey today? today. Oh, I liked it. It was it was unique. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I Let's like it. Let's just throw a splash of blue out there and yeah. just see what happens. Throw some red in. A little there. paint on it. Yeah. Huh. Jackson Pollock. Wow. wow, I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm. Uh, yeah, I can't lie, man. I'm. I'm. I'm feeling the team. I'm thinking there's a lot of potential. I think there's a lot of goals, and it should be exciting. Just uh, we might give away a lot of goals. Yeah, we will absolutely. All right, guys. Well, we said that we had a very special email for you this week. I'm going to let Joe read it real quick. Joe, you got it or you need it for me? I got it. Okay. All right. First off, I don't know where these emails are coming from, but... Gosh, we appreciate them so much, We appreciate them. I mean, these guys are bringing it with the questions. And if we get more than one email, we'll be happy to cut our other part short and just read out emails. Like, hey, we can do that. This is a guy named L. Sid. El Cid. So, obviously, a fan of music and Spanish history. Wow. Joe's throwing out some knowledge I didn't even know about. Yeah. He says, Matt, congrats on, congrats on getting hitched. Hope the honeymoon was good. Thank you, sir. El Cid, love the Vin Diesel track. Appreciate it. So do I. He wanted to ask us both something. Since you all seem to know a lot about music, the EPL is home to some of the best footballers in the world. And also some of the worst musicians. Right. So I actually have two questions. 
of the teams you support, who is the player whose music you would co-sign? Chelsea has, among other things, that Florent Maluda and Wyclef collaboration, Peter Cech's YouTube drumming, and Cheryl Cole's music. While Manchester United has the answer for Paul Pogba's freestyling, Rio Ferdinand's rapping, and the whole team singing Lift It High, as well as Andy Cole's Outstanding. We'll answer this question, then we'll go into uh, the second question. And there's a bonus. So for right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. What do you you think about all those? Okay, so I had to go through a little Google rabbit hole. Deep dive. I mean, deep dive. Like El Cid, bringing it. Yeah. Um, Joe is by far the, the music guru on this show. Joe brings out stuff that, golly, I, like I was saying earlier, he is the musical archaeologist. I don't know where <laughs> he's pulling this stuff from. Freaking Antarctica or I something. I find it, son. I just put on Pandora with my stations mixed up a little bit. I shuffle my stations. Random song will come on. If it makes me move, I like it. <laughs> so this was difficult for me. For one, I didn't even know how to look some of this junk up. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't find <laughs> half of it. But yeah, so let me look over this. So yeah, I listened to the Florit, Florit Maluda and Wyclef, but I don't know if it was Wyclef John or another John. <laughs> Either way, I listened to it. It was a good song. It was decent. I liked that. It wasn't bad at all. Yeah. Um. So I, I liked that. I did. I Checked it out. Um, Cheryl Cole's music. I'm guessing that's Joe Cole's or it's Ashley Cole's. Ashley Cole's wife. Okay. I mean, yeah. good good pop music. That's right. I mean, Ashley Cole did her dirty. I mean, in England, she was kind of the sweetheart, you know, the pop world. And Ashley Cole, being Ashley Cole, cheated on her. Yeah. So I I got no problem with uh, Cheryl Cole. Her music. I mean, it's, it's pop British. Footballers. Yep. (laughs) If you're playing in the English Premier League, don't get married until you're after your career is over. At least 30. Just be smart. Yeah. Come on. I mean, it's Ashley Cole. So I I give her a pass, except for her choice in uh, men. Music-wise, I got no problem with that. (laughs) Peter checks drumming. I checked that out. Pretty fly. I mean, the guy can drum. For a Czech guy? Oh! (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. Another yeah, music. he looked intellectual though when he's drumming. Yeah, I mean you can tell he's a cerebral guy. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. So I I looked some stuff up, and here's what I found. I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. He's Dutch. Rude, Gilt. Oh, Hulit. Hulit. Yes. Rude Hulit. Dang yes, it. yes. I did know how to oh, pronounce yeah, that. Oh yeah, that's right. He dropped a little something. Yeah, way so back. He was in a. Um, he did the bass and backup vocals on a song called South Africa with a band called Revelation Time. Now this is just a good almost you know Caribbean style music. You know, I didn't want to say Jamaican because it's not, but it's got that <laughs> kind of vibe, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I really enjoyed that. Um let's see. You got Glenn Hoddle. Oh yeah. And Chris, Chris Waddle. Oh man, I, that I didn't I didn't know about that song. Yeah, I mean, I what know did they guys. call their name? 
what do they call their band? Glenn and Chris. Chris. Instead yeah. of Hoddle and Waddle. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> What's wrong with you? That is the like the undiscovered gent. That's like a lost Depeche Mode song. Like yeah. Synth pop. Yep. I mean, just banging it. Banging it out, man. The video. Please watch that video, y'all. And we'll put a link to it. Yeah. Yeah. Diamond Lights. Yeah, Diamond Lights. Wasn't bad at all. Glenn and Chris, man. Yeah, two Tottenham uh, in England. Great yep. players back in the day. Great hair, great mullets. Hoddle did play for Chelsea. That's true. Yep. 31 appearances, only one goal. Mm. But still, he played. Yep. And then you got, um, in 1997, a band called Suggs came out with a song called Blue Day, featuring the whole squad. Uh, it's one of, of those. Chelsea's 1997 team. And actually, it's... It's an okay song, but it's strictly about Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's not bad. So if you haven't heard it, it's called Blue Day by Suggs, S-U-G-G-S. It's a little cheesy. But yeah, as most things were looking back. Yeah. It kind of made me sad, though. Like, all the good stuff was 80s and 90s. Right. Virtually all the good, like, yep. classic team jams. Right. The FA Cup final songs. Right. It's just not done anymore. It's really not... I think Cardiff was the last, and that was like whew, probably 10-plus years ago. Wow. And then finally, I saw this in 2018. Oh, okay. David Luiz. Ooh. Antonio Rudiger. Oh, I didn't Thibaut know Thibaut Courtois teamed up with a Detroit-based, um, what is his? He does like a uh, dance-style music, okay? His name is M.K., Okay, okay, I like What this. he did was he set it up and recorded them kicking balls up against certain objects. And he made a basically a song out of these noises. He had David David Luiz kicking a ball up against a metal pole. He had Rudiger kicking up kick a ball inside of like a storm drain pipe. Kicking a man. Yeah. Rudiger, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> had Thibaut Courtois like Somebody shooting a ball and him saving it. Right. All this kind of stuff. And he took those sounds and produced a song from it. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Yeah. There was quite a bit. And it was rather interesting to find all this stuff, to be honest. Wow. I did not... I didn't go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. So, he's asking, out of all of that, who would I sign? What does it say? Out of who is the player's music that you would co-sign for? Peter Check and his drumming is... So, just a little background. When I was younger, I wanted to be a drummer. I do not have a musical Whoa. bone in my body. I didn't know this. Oh, my gosh. If you really want to know, way out in the spring where I grew up. Right. Middle school. My dad had this little covered shop, you know, where he stored all of his, uh, like, landscaping equipment. Right. I took down buckets. I took down um, coffee cans and placed them around in this little area. Had a little seat set up. Dang. Nailed stuff up. You were like a little one-man, blue-man group. Yep. Started working as a street performer. I was terrible. Yeah. It's okay. (laughs) I had so much fun doing it. Dang. Built my own little... Little studio. Little Jerry rigged, you know, Dave Matthews band kind of setup. But yeah, Carter Bufert, 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 
Clara Buford. Anyway, if anybody knows any music, like that guy's got a major drum setup. But yeah, so being able to see Peter Check do this kind of stuff, like he's no joke. Like, oh yeah, he he could put it down. I listened to a few songs that he, you know, was jamming out to, and he's got some skill. Did it make you want to get the buckets out? Like the old no, days? no, no. I've already passed that. Yeah. I, I realized I when I was a senior in high school, and I was like, I'm going to play the guitar. And then I tried. And I'm like, I'm not good I'm at the guitar. I'm going to music. <laughs> <laughs> Forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's, I got to go with Pete a check. All right. Joe? Man. Let's go down your rabbit hole. Okay, so I went down the rabbit hole. Some of this I'd already heard. Some of it I had not. Um, I mean, Paul Pogba, I got to give him credit. He, he kind of knows his limits. He's not going full Andy Cole. He's more fashion. Um, he just likes to hang out with people. He he doesn't like release videos to think he's actual singer rapper. No, I mean Rio Ferdinand is it's a joke to him. I'm gonna just cross him off the list. Rio <laughs> Ferdinand does his own thing. I give him credit. Uh, no problem. Now Andy Cole, outstanding. Really? Definitely not outstanding. That's the name of the song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean. Good gosh. Let me read you some of these lyrics. Mm. United forever, whatever the weather. Less than 100%, never. I know you like that. That sounds like it should be a poem. I mean, (laughs) mean, it's basically the Shakespeare. Used to work hard, used to play hard. Got my kicks from hitting the net, not drugs. Okay. I mean, just it's like a public service announcement. Dr. Seuss. I mean, it was good. <laughs> Andy Cole's body. I mean, Andy Cole was so bad, he makes Shaquille O'Neal sound like Tupac. <laughs> I read his own. I read that his own family was embarrassed when this came out. They dis. They basically disowned him for like a month or two, till this just disappeared. That's awesome. So it's bad. I mean, it's really bad. I mean, okay. everything from that era is dated, but wow, Andy Cole, man, we just gotta just pretend that never happened. Great striker, late nineties. Yeah. No, cannot sing, cannot rap. Now, El Cid brings up "Lift It High," the song for the nineteen ninety nine treble. Okay. Great year. However, I liked it. Decent song. It's not too bad. Okay. It's a little oasis-y, sing-along. It's kind of corny, um, but here's the thing. Which oasis? Like, like Wonderwall. Come on, Barbie, let's go party oasis? That's not oasis. <laughs> who was that? Dang it. Oh, who? I forget who that was. Some Somebody close to that. It was something like that, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry, guys. As no, this is kind of like a Wonderwall, like... Ooh, you could you could okay. picture you could picture these guys sitting around a campfire and somebody brings out a guitar <laughs> and then they start singing lift it high so it was not bad the video is incredible to see some of these guys like late 90s Beckham you know the only one of the group with style you know skulls etc but there's a there's one that's more underrated and I'm not kidding you when I say this one is like an underrated jam aqua aqua I <sighs> yes. was close oh good one I mean, come on, Barbie, let's go party. Who was the other one? We were just uh, uh, Oasis. Yeah, Aqua. Aqua. <laughs> <Okay>. Same thing. <laughs> yes, that was close. 
Yeah. Gallagher Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> so here's here is the jam. Okay. And when I say I'm I'm about ninety percent certain I heard this in a club in Manchester at some point. Okay. It's retro, is very mid nineties. Okay. But the music, the beat, please listen to the song. Move, move, move. Red Tribe. Nineteen ninety six, I believe it was released. It was the predecessor to Lift It High. This song okay. bangs. I'm telling you, man, it will get the club pumping even today. The beat. The music, I mean, well, the music's good. I'm talking about the vocals. Not cool. Very corny. <laughs> I mean, as I mean, these guys aren't talented uh, singers. However, please watch the video. I mean, you got Roy Keane, young, oh. young Roy Keane, smiling. Nothing like the Roy Keane of today. Sir Alex Ferguson, you got Steve Bruce at the tail end of his career. You got young, young Gary and Phil Neville, Paul Scholes, David Beckham. Okay. So the video is incredible. But this song is is not a – I'm not saying the song is great, but I'm saying the beat, especially when it picks lyrically back up. Lyrically, it's terrible. Lyrically, singing-wise, terrible. Okay. The beat, oh, it thumps, man. I'm telling you. So just play the instrumental. Yep. <laughs> especially when it comes back at the very end of the song. Yeah, I'm telling you, in a club somewhere – I've heard this song drop. Drop. So, yeah, I'm going with that. Okay. Um, that's a good one. However, though, however, El Cid, you left out potentially, and I, admittedly this is a low bar to clear, but potentially the best soccer player, footballer, recording artist that there is. Former Manchester United player. Tim Howard? I wish. (laughs) I'm talking about the lion, as he calls himself, Memphis Depay. Memphis Depay. Ooh. Guy's got some decent songs. Respectable songs. Blessing. He's got some flair. New song. uh, I think it's just a month old. Blessing. Check it out. It's nothing amazing. He does not embarrass himself. Uh, He does with some of his outfits, though. Yeah, I mean, he he goes for it. Gold rim, like jacked up tracksuit stuff. Yeah. yeah, fall back. Good song. These are good songs. Memphis might be the most respectable in that. I mean, he has actual songs with millions of views. Okay. He's the. He's the. I mean, he's probably the closest there is. So I'm going Memphis, man. Who do I sign? I gotta go Memphis. All right. So let's move on to the second part of his question. So my second question is, which team's musical output is less embarrassing? I'll give it to you, man. Manchester United. I mean, Andy Cole. <laughs> yes. Ugh. I mean, it's bad. Yeah, I mean, as much as I looked up stuff, I tried to find everything I could about, you know, Chelsea and musicians. And stuff I found was not not terrible. It wasn't great, but... If you're saying just alone, Andy Cole's family disowned him, like, <laughs> that's, that's got to be that the end of that. That tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean, I have to, yeah. Uh, I mean, really, if you're a soccer player and you release music, it doesn't have to be great. But it does not, you do not want it to be awful. And True. unfortunately, Manchester United's output has been awful at times. Okay. You, know, you know, I don't know how deep you went on this dive. There are a couple other teams that, I mean, they have some history. I know. 
We, but he didn't ask about that because we could have gone real deep doing oh, it that man. way. I think we got to give a shout out to some of these. Go up, go ahead and give some shout outs. Just to real some, quick, some good or bad? Are we doing I bless your hearts? A there's a, a mix. Okay, okay. Just real Hit quick. Them up. Hit them up. I'm going, going with the mix. Well, okay. First of all, before I go into that, I would be, I would be remiss if I did not give a shout out to my man, the one and only. Alexi Lawless, possibly the deepest catalog of a soccer player. I think he has like seven or eight albums out. I mean, that, that's my guy. I'm just th- I'm just throwing it out there. He he, if he'd played for Manchester United, I think he would have he'd been the best. But obviously, he did not play for Manchester United. So mm-hmm. anyway, throwing him out there, check him out, especially his mid '90s stuff. I'm telling you, man, that just takes it, me back it worked with the era yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. it's a great time capsule yeah. yeah i'd give you that there is another guy i think could have been big actually had a voice ian wright for really? arsenal do the right thing listen to that song okay guy has talent has charisma if you heard this in a club you know like that kind of early 90s new jack swing type you know when you hear it, that cheap kind of music but yeah you know, like salt and pepper almost style gotcha um. Yeah, do the right thing. Okay. Ian Wright. I mean, the clothes obviously horrendous, so dated. But the music. Nobody knew what they were wearing in the early nineties. So baggy, so corny. Yeah, like Kangol yeah. hats and all that stuff. Chinkos. Yeah, Chinkos. Like, come on. <laughs> but that song, man. I think he could have. He could have been on to something. I think Chinkos were like the parachute pants of the jean world. I think so. I don't know. I wonder if some stuff is so bad it will never come back. Like big hair has never came back since the eighties. Uh, girls when, try to rock it. No, I'm not talking about I'm talking about guys like Oh, like guys the, with the big hair. You know, like the hair band. Like hair band. I mean that was the look. Like Gosh. the feathered No, it has not come back. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it ever will. Same yeah. with Jinko's man, it's so egregious. It ain't coming back. It'd probably be like 50 years when everybody's dead that remembers it. And then people can bring it back safely. I don't know if, if they can figure out a way to use Jinkos in a positive manner, like for everyday life. That would be the only reason that they would come back. I mean, shout out workaholics. You know, Adam. <laughs> Adam DeMamp brought him back <laughs> for episode. Oh, man. There was one guy that we went to, that I went to uh, middle school and high school with. I think you went to high school with him. I don't know if he went to middle school with you. But Greg. Oh, yeah. Rocked him all the time. Oh, yeah. Dude, he had the chain to his wallet. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, you don't have any money in there. But those Jinkos, like, I mean. For a brief moment, man, that was the look. They were awful. I don't know how you're supposed to skate in them, it's too. It's a, like, a lot of denim a going on. A lot of denim. <laughs> it's not aerodynamic. Oh, man. All right, anybody else that was in that list, Joe? That you uh, give a shout yeah, out to? real quick. I mean, Liverpool has some heavy hitters. I mean, I would recommend. I mean, these are classics of the genre, Okay. in my opinion. You know, especially living near Liverpool for a while. I mean, I, I knew all about Anfield rap, pass and move. I mean, those are classics of the genre. I would definitely check them out. John Barnes doing a pretty decent uh, 80s, you know, impersonation, like a Kumo D style. Rap, okay, like a Run DMC or something, and Ryan Babel also, not too long ago, 
I mean, I don't know, maybe eight years ago, something like that, when he was playing for Liverpool. Yeah. That's some decent rap. I mean, most of us in Dutch have no idea what he's saying, but I got to throw him out there. Now he looks like Young Gung Silver Fox. Yeah. He's, <laughs> hey, time catches up to us all. <laughs> oh, man. So, and yeah. So now we got to go back to the email with uh, El Cid's bonus question. Where do you land on former EPL player Clint Dempsey as a musician? He's talking about Deuce, man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all yeah. know about it's Deuce. Deuce. Yeah, it's God, not Clint please. Dempsey. Yeah. Yeah, that that video with him just, you know, doing this little jig out there <laughs> in the fields fly. Oh man, I I will I will go to my grave. I will die on that hill. I will say that is the greatest soccer player rap song. I mean, I, I I'll say it, man. I I bump it now and I'm like, I feel it. I'm like, oh heck yeah, let's go play. Yeah. What's the name of the song? Don't tread. Don't tread. I mean wow. title, deuce. You know, rest in peace, Big Hawk. He got Big Hawk, Houston rap legend, guest on it. Who's Dang. dead now? Um, Dang. Yeah, I mean, he, he had it all. Nike backed him, big money. Yeah, 2010. I remember being in South Africa, and people were like, "Oh, you know, hey, Mike, who's the, you know, who's the, who's the U.S. guy?" I'm like, "Listen, to, this is Clint Dempsey." I gave him his whole backstory. I'm like, "They're like, oh, okay, he seems pretty cool." I'm like, "Here's the deal. Watch, don't tread." You know, 2010 especially, it was like, oh, man, like culture shock. They were like, oh, this is the guy. Yeah. Like, because I know Clint grew up, like, near – he was, like, East Houston. So, all the yep. Swisher House, you know, like, uh, you know, Paul Wall, all those guys, too. Like, the Houston rap scene, he was real big on. So, wow. yeah, he just he, – he, he lived it. Grew up hard. Yeah. And, man, that's the jam. I, I will stand by that. And I'm all went- in. Went and played, like, not too far away from us in college at Furman. That's right. Guy I went to college with played against him, and it was like, dude was filthy. I, I was at Wofford and talked to guys who played against him. You know, they, they just played against Furman. I'm like, oh, man, yeah, this guy's this guy talks crazy junk. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, a year or two, like, he's playing for New England Revolution, then he went yeah. to Fulham. Yeah. Yeah, and then he came out with that face that they made yeah. big old, like, <laughs> fat heads out of. Yeah, just looking. Man. Yeah. Versus Jamaica, I think. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah. I mean, Clint is a unique guy. Yeah. Reading articles, there was a good one on The Athletic uh, maybe six months ago about just what a crazy competitor he is. I mean, it kind of, you know, it doesn't make him look too good when he's telling his own buddies, like, I hope you die. If, you know, some, something like playing, that. Yeah. yeah, like that. He was that hardcore on the field. But off the field, cool guy. Yeah, just wanted to win. There's a great video BBC did. Um, with him back when he was playing for Fulham, the BBC interviewer just he's like, "Can you rap?" He's like, "Oh yeah, man, you know freestyle." He's like, "Yeah, let me give you a beat." The British guy just starts. <laughs> Clint just rips it off, man. It's good. Wow. Yeah, I, I beg you, look it up, man. I got all the respect in the world for that guy. Like he came up from nothing. That's the, yeah. he's the true American. He's the archetype. Yeah, and the, that song "Don't Tread," I'm all in on it, man. Yeah, he was. While he was playing, too, he pulled out some amazing things. Even at Fulham, like some of the stuff he pulled, it was like chipping chipping the goalie from – do you remember that? Oh, yeah, versus Juve. Was it Europa Juve? League, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. He did that against – oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, just like barely outside the box and then just chips the goalie 
with so many people around him. It's like one of those things that's like you have to have way too much confidence and way too much swagger to even contemplate that kind of move yes. from outside the box. Wow. I mean, Clint, I mean, he broke, what, two jaws in his career or something like that? I mean, he, he busted his own teammates. I mean, this guy, was, I mean, he's hardcore. You got to give it to him. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Deuce, hey, man, I'm all in. Yeah. El Cid, we're all in for the Deuce. Yep. Studs are aligned. Deuces left <laughs> and right. <laughs> a great question, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, thank you so much, El Cid. Two foot Terry. Who do we have? Uh, Devin. Devin, thank you so much. Like, we really appreciate these um, these emails. Uh, who was the first one? Mick. Oh, yeah. Anonymous Mick. Thank Mick. You. Yeah. Yeah. Anonymous Mick, we appreciate it. Yeah, we'll Keep put some links. In. We'll put some links uh, yeah. to some of these songs because I I really urge you to go look. I think we're actually kind of missing out in uh, 2020 on some of these things. I know they have more responsibilities and they're not as you know the clubs can't really you know just willy nilly you know unleash these guys to do these kind of crappy videos yeah, anymore. Especially with the uh, the virus. Yeah. <laughs> But, man, I think we're missing something. Like, these are incredible time capsules. Like, some of these songs are really, really That's good for their good area. good way to put it, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, again, send in emails. You can yep. send them to searsoccerstuds at gmail.com. That's right. We you love can... those five-star reviews. On Apple. Write us a review. Yeah. Yeah, I think we have two reviews right now. <laughs> I think we're up to seven. Really? Yeah. Seven reviews or? Yeah, seven five-star reviews. No, I'm talking about like. They wrote a review. Wrote a review. I think we got five of those. Wow. Four I haven't five. checked it in a minute. Oh, yeah, checked it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's awesome. It's going to be more by the time you check it. That's good. That's good. Hey, we're just out here having fun with each other, you know. Joe and I grew up together. We want to talk about the beautiful game that we love. It's been so much fun, so to carry on and what Joe was saying last week why I took my little vacation, honeymoon, marriage. Thank you guys. We really appreciate it. We we want to keep putting out content for you. Um, yeah, so like us on Twitter or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, Instagram. Instagram at Sears Soccer Studs. I put out something last week, didn't get anything retweeted, so it really makes me wonder if I should still do it. <laughs> but it's cool. It's Keep cool. doing it. Keep doing it. We're here. One We're at here a time. to have fun. We got, we got some good interviews planned coming up. We got some stuff in the work, so it's just going to keep popping. Yep. Some people from our salad days. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. We learned new terminology. (laughs) Love it, love it, love it. And may have another, even though we're back in Matt's cellar right now, we may have some some, uh, holiday, I don't know, what do you want? Episodes, special episodes. Yeah, holiday special episodes. So, stick around for that. We're like an NBC sitcom. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, Okay. Well, guys, thank you so much for this. Um, You know, keep writing in. Keep listening. We appreciate you. And you came for the footy, but stayed for the accents. All right. That's right. Until next time, studs up.